الحمد لله رب العالمين وأصلي وأسلم على المبعوث رحمة للعالمين سيدنا وسندنا ومولانا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم قال الله تعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وجاءت سكرة الموت بالحق ذلك ما كنت منه تحيد ونفخ في الصور ذلك يوم الوعيد وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم الكيس من دان نفسه وعمل لما بعد الموت والعاجز من أتبع نفسه هواها وتمنى على الله الأماني أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام Honorable ulama kiram, respected elders, beloved brothers, mothers and sisters in Islam, listeners of Merkaz Sahaba as much as we dislike it, and as much as it is bitter, a bitter truth, we all know very well that every single one of us, maybe when we're old, maybe when we're young, maybe when we are sick, maybe while we are healthy, it may happen suddenly, it may happen over a period of time, but regardless of how it happens, the one thing that we know for sure is that it will definitely happen and this is none other than death. The simple example is that I, for example, knew that Markaz Sahaba are going to give me a call. I made sure my phone is not on silent. I made sure I'm sitting in an area where the signal is very good. I prepared myself adequately. Likewise, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us time and time again in the Qur'an, كُلُّ نَفْسٍ ذَائِقَةُ الْمَوْلِ That every soul shall taste death, whether one likes it or not. And remember, if I'm waiting for a call, and as insan, we may forget the caller might delay, uh, the caller might not call eventually, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is promising you that this will happen. And... Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's call is never delayed. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, That when Allah's call is there, it will never ever be delayed. Never a second before Allah's decree, not a second after Allah's decree, exactly when Allah wants it, exactly when Allah decrees. decrees. But there is one problem is that we don't know when the call is going to come. We don't know when Allah's decree for our death is going to come. Therefore, we have to be ready at any time. We have to be ready at any time. Sometimes it may happen when we expect it the least. And it happens all of a sudden, we are unprepared. And you know how it is when a person goes on a journey and you are unprepared, you will definitely forget something. You forget your keys, you forget something, you forget your wallet, you may forget <coughs> some important things. But this dunya, we can still remember, or we can still go back and fetch it. But in the akhirat, a man who goes unprepared, what happens to him? When a person passes away, then he goes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and is unprepared. He doesn't expect meeting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so soon. No, it came before 
my time, before I was ready. What he will say to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Oh Allah, send me back to the dunya. And he'll cry and cry and cry. Oh Allah, return me and send me back to the dunya. So I can do one good deed. Imagine, one good deed. We have times, time to do thousands of good deeds. He'll need time to do one good deed. Why? Because he went unprepared. He didn't prepare to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. <coughs> Allah says, Kalla, innaha kalimatun hiya Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that verily, never, you can never go back to the dunya because it is a decree that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already decreed that there's no going back now to the dunya. But it was insan's fault. It was insan's mistake. Allah told him that this is going to happen, but he didn't prepare. وَجَاءَتْ سَكْرَةُ الْمَوْتِ بِالْحَقِّ ذَلِكَ Allah says, inevitable, definite, the taste and the pangs of death will definitely come to you. Yesterday I read a hadith in Sharh al-Sudur where Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam explains the pain of death and the, the, the feeling of death. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam explains that it's harder than taking a beating with a sword it's harder than taking a knock. It's harder than taking a knock with a weapon. But it is the last pain for the believer, for the true believer. And it is the first pain for the non-believer. Subhanallah. So Allah says, وَجَاءَتْ سَكْرَةُ الْمَوْتِ بِالْحَقِّ That the pain, uh, the pangs of death is inevitable. It will definitely come. ذَٰلِكَ مَا كُنْتَ مِنْهُ تَحِيدٍ وَنُفِخَ فِي الصُّورِ ذَٰلِكَ يَوْمُ الْوَعِيدِ Allah says, لَقَدْ كُنْتَ فِي غَفْلَةٍ مِّنْ هَذَا O insan, verily, you are unmindful of this. فَكَشَفْنَا عَنْكَ غِطَاءَكَ So now we remove your face, from your face the veil. فَبَصَرُكَ الْيَوْمَ حَدِيدٍ And now your vision is very, very strong. You can see the malaika around you. You can see the reality. What was ghayb at one time, unseen at one time. You can see, you can see the arwah, the souls, etc., etc. So, it is for us to take responsibility of ourselves and for our families and for the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to prepare for our death. Uthman radiallahu anhu would cry at his grave. He would cry profusely and... <coughs> He would cry so much that his beard would get wet. Sahaba radiallahu anhum would ask him that, Oh Uthman, you hear about Jannah, you hear about Jahannam, you don't cry. But you don't cry so much. But now when you hear, when you hear at the graveside, you see what's happening and you cry profusely. What is the reason, oh Uthman? He says, Uthman radiallahu anhum says amazingly, amazingly. That, you see, this is the first step of the Akhirat. This is the first step. And if everything goes well in the grave, then everything will go well thereafter. Sirat, Mizan, Hashat, everything will go well. But if things don't go well in the grave, and there is punishment in the grave, 
then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will just increase and increase and increase the punishment thereafter. So we have to get ready and be prepared for our mode. And remember, there's no one who's going to do our deeds for us. Hassan Basri rahmatullah alayhi used to say that one of the few things that made me who I am today and made me a pious man is that I realized that no one can do my deeds for me. I have to do my deeds on my own. Subhanallah. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, إِذَا مَاتَ بْنُ آدَمْ إِنْ قَطَعَ عَمَلُهُ إِلَّا مِنْ When <coughs> Ibn Adam, the son of Adam, alayhi salatu wa salam, passes away, all his deeds come to an end. Nothing left. He goes with his a'mal, except the three that inshallah we'll mention soon. But remember, the way sometimes we say, no, I love my, the, 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 the life that I want. I love according to my desires. And at the last, you know, I'll turn to Allah, I'll make tawbah. No, this is not easy. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, yes, man kana akhiru kalamihi dakhal al-jannah. Man kana akhiru kalamihi la ilaha illallah dakhal al-jannah. That person who says la ilaha illallah as his last words will definitely be guaranteed jannah. But for that la ilaha illallah to come out at that time, and we know ourselves, when we're in difficulty, we want to call this one, call that one, we want to ask this one for help. Everyone else besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes to our minds. When we are facing death, will that be our reality? Will we remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? If we prepare, yes, inshallah, we will remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And <laughs> Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to also say, Allahumma ja'al khayra a'malina khawatimaha. Oh Allah, make the best of our deeds, the deeds <coughs> that are our last deeds. Subhanallah. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam also mentioned, kama tahyawna tamutun, wa kama tamutuna tuba'athun. The way you live, that is the way you will die. And the way you die, that is the way you will be resurrected. Simple example of Uthman radiallahu anhu. He lived his life with Quran. He lived his life on the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. With the love of Allah and his Habib sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The day he was martyred, when he's martyred, his blood falls on the Quran, on the verses of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sibagatallah. Waman ahsanu min Allah sibagha. The dye, the color of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Who is more... <coughs> Who is more better than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in giving that color? Subhanallah. This was the death of Uthman radiallahu anhu. And on the other hand, how many people we hear that they left this world, they were in difficulty, they left this world in the, to- in the toilet. Or they left this world in a bad place, in a casino, in a haram place, in a place of sin, in a place of vice. So we have to try our best. If we don't want to die in a certain place, don't go there in your lifetime. Avoid those places. Why? Because if at that time, unexpectedly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes your ruh, how will you face Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, إِذَا مَاتَ بْنُ آدَمْ إِنْ قَطَعَ عَمَلُهُ إِلَّا مِنْ ثَلَاثِ That when Ibn Adam passes away, then all his a'mal stop. All his a'mal stop. And <coughs> there's no rewards for him. Except three things. Sadaqatun jariya. A sadaqa that he continues, can continuously uh, uh, benefit is reaped from that sadaqa. So for example, 
someone uh, built a well or someone built a borehole for people to benefit. As long as that borehole is running, as long as that well is running, then he is getting the benefit in his cover. The moment that stops, then that also stops. The reward also stops. Then Nabi Sallallahu said also, Ilmun yuntafa'u bihi. A knowledge that is passed on and people are benefiting from. That he passed on and people are maybe acting upon. And number three, waladun salihun yadu'ulahu. A pious and righteous child that is making dua for him. And then this is a means for his raf'ud darajat. But besides that, it's only your a'mal that will be there and, and <clears throat> basically re- represent you in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we want our a'mal to be presented in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in such a way that Allah is happy with us. So we have to prepare. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to say, Aisha radiallahu anha narrated, that that person, man ahabba liqa Allah, ahabba Allahu liqa'a. That person who loves to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves to meet him. And when do you love to meet a person? You only love to meet a person when you are prepared to meet them. Imagine a person comes to you and you are unprepared and you are disheveled. You don't want to meet them at that time. You want to meet them when you are dressed, you are ready, you are neat, you can maybe uh, give them a meal, etc., etc. That person who dislikes to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also dislikes to meet them. And I'll share one last advice to you and the listeners of Makkah the Sahaba that on the day of Qiyamah, there'll be people who will stand in front of the doors of Jahannam and they will cry and cry and cry profusely in regret and shame that this is what happened. I had the chance, I had the time to turn back to Allah. I didn't get that chance, I didn't get that time or I didn't make that time. And... They will be profusely crying in front of Malik, the Khazin, and the doorkeeper of Jahannam. And Malik will be amazed. And he will say, Ma ahsana al buka. Ma ahsana al buka. How beautiful are these tears. Lawkana fi dunya. Had it just been a bit earlier. Had it just been in the dunya. So subhanallah, while we have this breath in us. While we have still life in us. Our limbs are moving. We have so much to offer. But let us offer it. Let us make those sacrifices for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because remember, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not in need of our deeds. But rather, we are in need of the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the last dua I make, Allahumma ja'al khayra iyaina yawman nalqaaka fihi ya rabbana. Oh Allah, make the best of the days, best of the days of our lives be the day that we meet you, O oh Allah, wa akhiru da'wana, and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.